بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله حمدا موافيا لنعمه ومكافيا لمزيده ثم الصلاة والسلام على نبينا محمد وآله وصحبه وجنوده أما بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الرحمن علم القرآن صدق الله العظيم Honorable Asatina, most dear and respected ulama, friends and elders, our mothers and sisters listening on the receiver, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Indeed, it's a great favor from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon us that we were allowed to perform Salatul Isha in the masjid with jama'ah. Not only that, we didn't leave, we remained behind. Not for any reason, not for any motive, but to listen to the kalam of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala which will be recited in a most beautiful manner inshallah the reality is that we could have been at home listening via the receiver or, could, or we could have been anywhere for that matter and audio streamed the program 
but it's our love for the Quran and our love for the people of the Quran that has motivated our presence here this evening. Indeed, we will be rewarded because nothing goes unnoticed in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Speaking about the love of the Quran, my respected friends and elders, if we were to look, if we need to draw any inspiration when it comes to any act of ibadah, then we need to not look far but the life of Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam and his illustrious companion Sahaba radhwanullahi taala alaihim ajma'in. We draw lessons from them and we draw inspiration because indeed they were the benchmark worshippers. Speaking about the love of the Quran, there was the Sahabi by the name of Abad ibn Bishr radhiyallahu anhu. An Ansari Sahabi from the Banu Abdul Ashhal tribe. Uh, his life makes for a fascinating read. He was an amazing individual whose name stands out as a beam of light in Islamic history. In fact, in the books of history, it's dec- documented that in Wajatahu Bain al Ubad, Wajatahu at Taqiyya Nakiyya, Tawam al Layli bi Adzail Quran. That if you were to search for him from amongst the worshippers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you would find him devout, pure, awake by night, worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَإِن طَلَبْتَهُ بَيْنَ الْأَبْطَالِ And if you were to skim and scan through the warriors, you would find Abad ibn Bishr, الْفَيْتَهُ الْكَمِيَّ الْحَمِيَّ a man, a powerful soldier, diving into the heat of the battlefields to uphold the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the flag of Islam. And, If you had to search for him from amongst the governors, You would find him powerful, committed, capable, and trustworthy when it came to the affairs of the Muslimin. And that prompted Aisha, our mother Aisha radiallahu anha, to say something in praise of him. Thalathatum min al-ansar, lam yakun yasmu alayhim ahada. Thalathatum min al-ansar, lam yakun ahadun yasmu alayhim fadla. That there were three individuals from the ansar, whom no one could surpass and excel in virtue. And one of those three individuals was this very Sahabi, Abad ibn Bishr radiallahu He also secured the dua of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. When night, one night, Kana Rasulu salawatullahi alayhi wa sallamun alayhi, yatahajjadu dhata laylatin fi bayti Aisha. He was performing tahajjud salah in the house of Aisha radiallahu anha. فَسَمِعَ صَوْتَ عَبَّادِ بْنِ بِشْرٍ وَهُوَ يَقْرَأُ الْقُرْآنِ رَتْبًا نَدِيًّا كَمَا نَزَلَ بِهِ جِبْرِيلَ عَلَى قَلْبِهِ صلى الله عليه وسلم He was reciting Qur'an, Abad radiallahu anhu was reciting Qur'an in his smooth, melodious, tranquil voice. And the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam inquired from Aisha radiallahu anha هَذَا صَوْتُ عَبَّادِ بْنِ بِشْرٍ is that the voice of Abad that we're listening to? And then she replied, Naam ya Rasulullah, indeed that is Abad. And then the Prophet ﷺ made a dua for him, Allahumma ghfir lahu. May our lives be sacrificed for Sahaba. Imagine from the tongue of Sayyidul Anbiya, Muhammad ﷺ, a dua for him in his favor. Brothers, owing to the program and owing to time, there's just one aspect of his life that fits well with today's event. And when I read that, it raised the, ha- the, it raised the hair on my back and it sent shivers through my spine. 
One day the Prophet ﷺ was returning from the campaign of Dhatur Riqa with the Muslim army and he rested in a mountain pass for the night. Now what used to happen is that when the Muslim army would rest, they would appoint a few members to stand on guard for that night on Hirasa. And for that particular night, Abad ibn Bishr anhu and Ammar bin Yasir volunteered themselves and while the entire army went to rest, they stood and they were on guard. Between the two of them, they came to an agreement that Abad anhu would assume shaft the first half of the night and uh, Ammar bin Yasir would take over thereafter. And while Abad anhu was on duty, he felt the need and the crave to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the need to perfume the air with the fragrance of the Qur'an Majid. He faced Qibla, he began, he restarted his salah. The books of history say he started reciting from Surah Al-Kahf. An enemy crept up stealthily and he noticed a man in the gorge and then it confirmed to him that the Muslims had chosen that particular location for them to rest that night. And he took out an arrow from his quiver and he lined up the bow and he strike, he, stri- he fired the arrow which hit the back of Abad radiallahu anhu. Abad took out the arrow and he dropped it to the floor and he remained immersed in Salah reciting the Quran Kareem. Thereafter the enemy did it for the second time. Again it hit the back of Abad. And then he did it the third time and it hit the back of Abad ibn Bishr radiallahu anhu. On the third instant, Abad radiallahu anhu crawled towards his companion Ammar radiallahu anhu. And he said that, my injury has weakened me. And when Ammar bin Yasir radiallahu anhu seen the amount of blood flowing from the three wounds on the back of Abad radiallahu anhu, he said, why didn't you wake me up when you were hit with the first arrow? Then he said, Kuntu fi suratin falam uhibba an aqta'aha hatta afraqa minha. That I was busy reciting a chapter of the Quran and I wasn't comfortable interrupting the recitation of that chapter. And had it not been out of fear, that the Muslim army would have been in danger because I did not diligently comply with the request of Rasulullah and guide the area, it would have been more pleasing for me that my body was cut up and I lost my life rather than cutting and intercepting the recitation of the Quran. Subhanallah. And when I read this and I reflected for a moment that this was a Sahabi, after a battle in Nafil Salah while on guard and he was reciting and finding this enjoyment in his Quran and I'm reading my compulsory mandatory Farad Salah and I'm looking for the shortest possible chapter to recite. Subhanallah. So these were the Sahaba. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us love for them and may Allah instill within us such desire to want to emulate them in every act of righteousness. Respected friends and elders, to begin proceedings this evening, uh, it's my honor to call up Qari Ridwan Kanka, who hails from Heldekrain. Qari Saab had become Hafiz in that region. Thereafter, he moved to Cape Town, where he furthered his studies, and he excelled in the field of Tirat under the auspices of Qari Salim Gaby and uh, Sheikh Ismail Lont. Alhamdulillah, he has worked hard, and the fruits can be seen. Inshallah, we will hear him. Qari Ridwan.
أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا أيها النبي لمن تحلم ما أحل الله لك تبتغي ضانت أزواجك والله غفور رحيم قد فرض الله لكم تحب لنت أيمانكم والله مولاكم وهو العليم الحكيم قد فرض الله لكم تحدة أيمانكم والله مولاكم وهو العليم الحكيم
والشمس وضحاها والقمر إذا تلاها والنهار إذا جلاها والليل إذا يغشاها والسماء وما بناها والأرض وما طحاها ونفس وما سواها فألهمها صدق الله العظيم ما شاء الله قاري ردوان I'm sure I speak on behalf of everyone that that recitation has surely touched each and every one of our hearts and that's just to whet our appetite for what's to come. Dare I say that that was our local and our national representation for this evening, but I feel it would be an injustice from my part if I were to say I'm about to introduce a world-renowned Qari because indeed the man I'm about to introduce is in a league of his own. Sheikh Ahmad Ahmad Naina Hafidahullah hails from Egypt. He has a long profile, but I'm just going to touch on a few points. Sheikh became Hafid at the age of six, subhanallah. Apart from Sheikh uh, becoming a master in this field, Sheikh has also, uh, has also uh, excelled in the medical field. As Sheikh uh, got a master, master's and a doctorate in the patriotic section. And Sheikh also assumed a high position in the university hospital in Alexandria. Apart from that, Sheikh also uh, participated in military movement. And in our terms, Sheikh was also the presidential Qari. As Sheikh would uh, travel with the, with the presidents of Egypt and recite for them in their gatherings. So we are fortunate to have an illustrious personality with us this evening. إنها من فضل الله الدائم ونعمته التي لا تنقطع أن نرى بين أظهرنا أمثال القارئ المقرئ فضيلة الشيخ الدكتور أحمد أحمد نعينا أدام الله فيوضهم لنستمع إلى كلام رب العالمين بأصواتهم الندية وتلاوتهم العطرة وقراءتهم المميزة الفائقة فيعجز اللسان ويقصر البيان ولا يدري ما يكتب البنان ليصف الفرحة والرضوان فنرحب بفضيلة الشيخ من جذور قلوب السكان من الرجال والصبيان والنسوان فأهلا وسهلا ومرحب بكم يا أهل القرآن أدخلتنا في غاية الفرحان حيث شرفتنا بالقبول والإتيان وجمعت في قريتنا كل الألوان وجزاكم الله من جنان آمين يا رحيم يا رحمن والآن التمس من الفاضل الجلي أي يتقدم ويعطر الآذان
بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله وسلام على عباده قل الحمد لله وسلام على عباده الذين الله خير أما يشركون أنتم 
ليس لهم طعام إلا من وإلى السماء كيف رفعت 
فذكر إنما أنت مذكر لست عليهم بمصيطر فذكر إنما أنت مذكر لست عليهم بمغيطر إلا من تولى وكفر فيعذبه الله العذاب الأكبر
Yeah. 
السميع العليم واغفر لنا فإنك أنت الغفور الرحيم ربنا لا تزغ قلوبنا بعد إذ هديتنا وهب لنا من لدنك رحمة إنك أنت الوهاب ربنا تغفر لنا ذنوبنا وكفر عنا سيئاتنا وتوفنا مع الأبرار 
ربنا لا تؤاخذنا إن نسينا أو أخطأنا ربنا ولا تحمل علينا إصرا كما حملته على الذين من قبلنا ربنا ولا تحملنا ما لا طاقة لنا به واعف عنا واعف عنا واعف عنا واغفر لنا وارحمنا أنت مولانا فانصرنا على القوم الكافرين إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين الفاتحة When we sit in programs like these, then we ought to feel inspired and it ought to make us want to uh, strengthen our link with the Quran. For verily, if this link and this uh, connection with the Quran is missing, then the hadith of the Prophet sounds a very stern warning. That individual who has no link or no connection with the Quran then his example is like that of a haunted, desolate house. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us. Beloved friends and elders, I'd be failing in my duty if on behalf of the Brits Muslim Jamaat, the Imam of the Masjid, the trustees, the committee and the chairman, I do not thank the organizers, thank our honorable guests for coming all the way here, accepting our invitation and blessing us this evening. Indeed, we are grateful to everyone and I'm, I'm sure I've seen people traveling from as far as Mpumalanga, from Pretoria. Subhanallah, we are humbled that you've come all the way here. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept your coming here. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala take you back home safely. Inshallah. My brothers, I've just been asked to say that uh, when greeting the chef, please be kind and considerate just to give the hand and not kiss or hug.